Our dear Father in heaven, thank you very much for this opportunity that you have granted unto us again to study, to search, and to understand who you are and your desires for us. Bless us with the presence of your Holy Spirit that he would give us the right interpretation of your word and convict us, convict us of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Thank you for hearing our prayer, for we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I welcome you to the Gospel Space Podcast and I am Oluwa Femi Olaniro. It's good to have you again. It's good to have us study. It's good to have us hear from God at this very point. We thank God for how God has been leading. We thank God for He has been faithful in revealing to us what truth is and all that we are learning, all that we are seeing, all of the knowledge that we are gaining, they are marvelous in our sight. In my sight, they are very marvelous and I hope you have similar testimonies. I hope you do have similar testimonies and I hope as as it is the aim of this podcast, we are finding out what truth is. And, you know, if I would, if I would say something about all that we have learned thus far, it would be that these are not things that are so commonly taught. They are not commonly taught. And I thank God very much that we can actually go to God ourselves, not requiring that there be any qualification. I mean, um, a degree in theology or a master's and, and all of that. God wants to give every single soul a knowledge of himself. I mean, his creator. And he wants us, every soul, every every man, to be in his habitation. It is not his desire that any should perish, none, but that everyone should have eternal life. Eternal life. Today we are going to be studying the book of Leviticus chapter 26. This is one one of a kind chapter of the Bible. And why I say it's one of a kind, it's... It's because it's the verses they are packed with a lot of blessings and a lot of curses. <laughs> a lot of blessings and a lot of curses. And you know, in blessing and in curse there are conditions. There are conditions that have to be met to gain blessings. And there are well, I wouldn't say conditions, but there are consequences of failing in the conditions to get the blessings that will result to the curses. So I, I pray, I pray again that Lord will fill our mind with the Holy Spirit that He would convict us and and most of all soften our hearts that as we hear these things we 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 would actually surrender and and see our need our great need of God because by our power we can't do anything by your power you can't do anything by my own power I can't do anything it is only through the power of Jesus Christ the Son that we can overcome all of our flaws. As as we study, we would see God point out a lot of things. We would see God remind us of the benefits, the many, many benefits of actually obeying, of actually surrendering, and of actually doing His will. His, 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 His will, they are not grievous. They are not burdensome. In Matthew chapter, uh, in the book of Matthew, Jesus Christ, as he gives that invitation, he says, My burden is light. 
my yoke is easy. Come unto me. Come unto me. That is his call. That is his warm hand call to you and to me. So we will study the book of Leviticus chapter 26. May the Lord guide our minds as we hear his voice directly from his word. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 1. It says, this is God speaking. It says, um, you shall not make idols for yourselves. Neither a carved image nor a sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourselves, nor shall you set up an engraved stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. Now, this this um this chapter is one that would break into halves. Let me not even say halves yet. But would break it down so we'd get every um, information we can get from each um, command. Because, like I said, this is this is this is very essential. Because we are going to be hearing God pronounce a lot of blessings, and God is not man that will change. So these blessings that He has pronounced with His own mouth, of which He didn't make a mistake when He was pronouncing it. He will fulfill it. And the fulfillment of these blessings would only come if you and I fulfill the conditions of these blessings. So, I, I, I think we should take our time. We will take our time to dissect all of these blessings and the, the single requirement. God is so good in all of these blessings, in all of these things that He is willing and ready to do for us. There's just one condition. There is just one condition to receiving all of this blessing. Just one condition to have God open the windows of heaven and shower us with so much blessing. So now, in verse 1, I, I, I just could not not notice the way God spoke. And in, in my head, it seemed like he divided the instruction in this first verse. It says, you shall not make idols. For yourselves. And there is a comma. It says, neither a carved image. So, it's like saying, you shall not make idols. Then going further to say, neither a carved image shall you make for yourself. Then he went on and and shining more light. Do not rear up any image. Do not build. Do not engrave. And do not bow down. For I am the Lord your Lord. So, we must not... um. We must not be blind to this kind of commandments. Like like I said, it's a blessing. So we want to understand, okay, do not have idols, do not make, do not engrave, do not bow down, right? So I, what came to mind was, okay, let us go to our dictionary. We have been using the dictionary and we've seen how, how it has been of good help, good benefit in our study. So I said, okay, let's, let's, let's check the dictionary for some terms so in the miriam webster dictionary I, I i searched for the word idol the word idol and it gave out very interesting definitions it gave out very interesting definitions and i'm going to take one two three four i'm going to take four out of the list of definitions it gave and thank god this wouldn't happen like the last time where the texts were faint and i was struggling to view them i, I copied them out so 
the first one we would consider is, is definition one. It defines idol as an object of extreme devotion. An object of extreme devotion. And I'm I'm like, what's what does it mean? Like I like the dictionary to break down every term. I, I don't want to just have this general understanding of this term. So I went for that to Google uh, to search, not Google. I went for that to search for more definitions of the word object. Object means something material that may be perceived by the senses. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So it is an extreme material. So so I can I can substitute the word object there as an idol is an extreme is sorry is a material of extreme devotion. And in, in the definition of object, it says something um, something material that may be perceived for the senses. Sorry, by the senses. So, it could be a literal material. It could just, it could just be something that I am thinking of. It could, it could be anything. It could be anything. And that was, it just, it just amplified that first line or that first statement before that word neither and i'm like ooh this touches on everything so th- this means i can i can make an image i can build up a material it could be money money is an object yeah money is an it could it could i could idealize it i i could it could be myself it could be another person what else it could be material things, clothes, um, homes, uh, uh, legal tenders, uh, what else? Popularity, right? Don't forget the definition of object. Don't forget the definition of object. Something that can be perceived by the senses. And what else? And all these things could be idols. And would 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 bring all of this together. Let's let's check for let's let's see other definitions. Definition two it says a representation or symbol of an object of worship. Right now this goes to carved, molded images with wood, with gold, with silver, with precious stones, even with iron. Right, two a touches on those right it calls them a representation or a symbol or a symbol of an object of worship now definition 3a says a likeness of something obsolete a likeness of something obsolete like hmm okay okay let's let's take one last one one the last one says a form or appearance visible but without substance mm, this is interesting i think this this we can also this goes in line with definition one that we read a form or appearance visible but without substance without substance is like but without life visible f- or but no not or visible but without life and i think 
I think uh, legal tenders, they fall in very well here. Money, material things, house, car. And the instruction is, you shall have not any other God. You shall not make. Meaning, we are the ones making these gods. Whether in our mind, whether with our hands, whether with our desires, we shall not have any other God. None. To the point that, to the point that, not not to the point, sorry. We shall not have any other God to worship. To worship is to show allegiance. To worship is to just have that thing be on your mind so much so that you chase it to no, to no, to no, to no limit or no boundaries. That is what it is to worship. So, when you when i have this thirst in this longing desire for a material thing or for humans or towards and human being we are starting to make that thing or not we're not starting we have made that thing a god and the instruction given to us by our father in heaven is you shall not have any other god it goes beyond molding an image goes beyond that it goes beyond that we are seeing the extent to which this command goes verse 2 says you shall keep my sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary i am the lord now one thing that we must notice is even before listing out the blessings the blessings start from verse 3. Right? No, even... Yeah, from verse 3. Even before the beginning of the declaration of all of the blessings that he is ready to bestow. All that he is doing from verse 1 to verse 2 that we just read is to remind of everything that he has commanded. I would say right from the beginning. You shall have no other gods before me and you shall keep my Sabbaths right now this this is now showing to us this is god now telling us that in 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 the, the fulfillment that high that he wants to see is our obedience not having any other gods before him and keeping his sabbaths these are the conditions to receiving the blessings that we will now start hearing god speak to us from verse 3 to get the blessings, you must fulfill the conditions of the blessings. So verse 3, God says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them. Not just hearing and accepting that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually doing. In one of the episodes that we, we, that we recorded, I don't even know which one exactly. <laughs> wow, my. But in one of the episodes that we recorded, we said we said that our profession, our actions, rather our actions must match our professions. If I I, I say I am a Christian, then then by my lifestyle I must show that I am a Christian. To be a Christian is to be like Christ. So it goes beyond just saying, but doing 
And this is what we are seeing. This is what we are hearing God say again in verse 3. If you walk in my statutes, if you keep my commandments and perform them. This is the condition. This is the condition. If, if we keep, if we perform them, all of his commandments, not some, not just a selected few, but all, then God said, then I will give you rain, uh, uh, sorry, in its season, and shall yield, and, sorry, then I will give you rain in its season, and the land shall yield its produce, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruits. God is good. You know, one thing I started to notice with these blessings is, truly, they are tied to obedience. Let's take this first blessing that God pronounced in verse 4 now, for instance. When we were studying the book of Leviticus chapter 24, chapter 24 about um, leaving the land to rest the seventh year, we, in our study, we, we, we got to the point where we shared that, we shared and the knowledge was shared about why and the benefits of actually letting the land rest the seventh year. And we're talking about um, fruits falling, foods coming up and decaying, then they nourish the soil. Now in verse 4, is now saying, I will give you rain in its season and the land shall yield its produce and the trees shall yield their fruits. Now, if by obeying that command, that's okay, let the land rest in the seventh year. Definitely we have seen, seen rather, and as God has even promised that when you do obey this command, do not worry about what you eat that year. Because what you harvest in the sixth year, that is the year before the seventh year, it will, lead, it will, it will, it will be enough for you for three years. Now we are seeing how in order to receive this blessing, we must obey. And God is not giving any new commandment here as he's declaring all of these things to them no he's only saying obey all that i've told you in the past obey all that i'm telling you obey all that will be told in the future to you for those who do not know all of the truth i, I don't know all of the truth now god is helping god is giving strength to everyone as they draw closer to him then we start revealing this is what uh, this is what I demand of you here. And as they cross that bridge, then reviews the next, then reviews the next. So the condition, as we've read in verse three, is obey. If we obey, if we keep, if we perform, then all of these lessons will come. Verse five, it says, "Your threshing shall last." Till the time of vintage, and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. God is such a merciful father. Such a merciful father. You know, and uh well I I, I really don't like to be too forward, but in future verses, we'll start to see how 
Egypt, all the nations were afraid as they heard the children of Israel approaching their 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 gates and fear you would, would particularly hear the story of the king of the Moabites. He feared the terror that was in his heart as he heard that the children of Israel were just outside the border of, of his of his of his kingdom. The fear he called Balaam the prophet. Oh please Balaam come and curse these people. Fear fear and now God is saying if you obey me if you keep my statutes and my commandments if you perform them I will do this for you you will dwell in your land safely because no one no one will have the mind as we would say in Nigeria to raise a war against you no one will no one will the the children of Egypt were were so tormented by the presence of the children of Israel, so much so that they let them go and gave them spoils, gave them goods as they let them go. And the promise is you will dwell safely in your land if you obey, if you keep, and if you perform all of my instructions. Verse 6 says, I will give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. I will reach the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. Verse 7. It says, You shall chase your enemies, and they shall flee, sorry, and they shall fall by the sword before you. Verse, verse 8. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. Your enemies shall not, sorry, shall fall by the sword before you. Verse 9, for I will look on you favor, sorry, favorably and make you fruitful, multiply and confirm my covenant with you. Verse 10, it says you shall eat the old harvest and clear up the old because of the new. I will set my tabernacle among you and keep my soul, and sorry, and my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. Verse 13. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that you should not be <clears throat> should not be their slaves. I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you Now, this is interesting. As God is ready to bestow all of these blessings upon you, my friend, do not forget the conditions. No, not conditions. Do not forget the conditions. If, if we will obey, if we will obey, if we will walk in his statutes, if we will keep his commandments, if we will perform them, not only by, oh, I pay tithe, I give offerings, I help the poor, I, I just name whatever work that you do. The only reason why these blessings will come upon you, why these blessings will come upon me, is if we obey. I mean, 
in the requirement the one that is going to give us blessings is the one that is giving us the requirement and in the requirements it's not saying if you if you give if you do this if you make give ten thousand bulls of offerings or sheep or goats or lamb no his yoke is easy if we obey oh my dear friend may god help us may him may he save us or may we realize he's saving from every form from every pinch of self-deception from every pinch of presumption for his word is clear his word is simple and he has blessed us with his holy spirit today to open our eyes to see the simplicity of his requirements and our inability to do this by ourselves but the realization of our needs to surrender to him that he may do it within us and for us may the lord be with you my friend god bless you